How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Danny Meringue. And then I went to this movie theater. This is that I make a noise like this. Dusty Hera. Then this was horrible. All the people started getting sick. This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's Sports Leader 1080. The Fan. Goonies 2. In the works. Going huh? away. I gotta I gotta get out, I gotta reach out to the and be like, listen man, what I gotta do to be an extra here? Well yeah, you, you need to get your SAG card. Yeah, I did. You, you ain't wrong. Give me what is it? What is it? Is it three seconds or is it like is it six seconds? Three seconds of the speaking line or oh. six seconds? I think of of uninterrupted. uninterrupted Boy, I time? thought you were talking about something else. I, like, I don't know. <laughs> six seconds. That's asking a lot. I know. Ooh. Right? But I, I think that's. I, I'm trying yeah. to remember. Somebody told me what the the qualifications were for the SAG card, but I just can't remember. I yeah. I have no idea. Uh, if you're a SAG member, text us 503-250-1080. It's, it's not as much as you think it is, but at the same time, in order to get That's like that time, hey it's actually harder than you think it is. Mm. All right. Um, we start hour number two, where we will have the worst day on the web. Um, we will also get a little uh, NFL chatter in. we got to get to this Ben Simmons story at some point, too. Um, but we start hour number two with... I was thinking about this as as I was driving in today. I was thinking of how great the first year head coaches are in the NFL right now. See, so much is being made of how horrible Nathaniel Hackett has been in Denver as a first time head coach. Also, yes, true. But it, take a step back and think of. Three of really the great stories in the NFL have first-year head coaches on the sidelines for them, mm-hmm. and they've been winning tight games too. Yes, Minnesota's eight and one right now mm-hmm. with Kevin O'Connell as the head coach. I'm not exactly blowing teams out. You're winning tight games mm-hmm. where decisions by your head coach yep. are are the difference in swinging that scale Margins. one yes. way or the other. Brian Dable, the New York Football Giants, seven and two this year, Mister Mister Margin. They, it, I, we were reminded by the by our sales manager Ryan Cooley today that uh, Daniel Jones has the most game-winning drives this year in the NFL. He was technically on the field, leading, not leading, snapping the ball in drives where the Giants won. Because <clears throat> I don't know if I don't calling know you, the plays. I don't, I don't know if you lead by handing it off. But listen, if if that's your, if that's your way of getting things done, man. That's uh, I mean, that, let me. 
Let's but be honest, that that sounds very sales managery. Just it, hand it off. It truly, whoa, wow, <laughs> it truly <laughs> is amazing, though what Dayball's doing because that is a team that was believed to be in full on rebuild. He is an offensive guy who mm-hmm. has a defense that is that is playing over their skis, um, and uh, what they brought in Wink Martindale for their defense, mm-hmm. and then you have zero receivers. On that yeah, team. yeah. I mean, you had to bench and trade the one guy that you paid in you, Kenny Galladay. You, your off-season gem that you brought in, you're like, yeah, Kenny Galladay, woo! No. So you are running the football all the time, like you've you even gone wildcat, and yeah, and everyone knows it. And your offensive line is so damn good and so well coached that you are still getting yards and winning mm-hmm. football games, despite that the best coached league in the NFL with the best or best coached league in the world with the best athletes in the world are unable to stop what you are yes. doing. It is. It really is impressive it's what impressive. New York is doing. Yes, uh, they will not win a Super Bowl, but they are. It is impressive what they're doing, despite all of the flaws that they have. Yes. And then I look at the other first-year head coach, mm-hmm. the one remaining, uh, or actually there's two more remaining, but uh, Mike McDaniel, 7-3 and three mm-hmm. down in Miami. And, look, they went out and they, they have been active on the trade market. They kind of constructed this roster. But McDaniel is the genius that everybody thought he would be offensively. Yes. I look at these three guys because I'm not going to go with Hackett and I'm not going to go with Eberflus. Uh, I, I'll, I will get, I'll give Eberflus a ton of credit. For being a first-year head coach who is a, dealing with S show, a defensive mind with a talentless roster, and he okay. and his staff have said, oh, "How do we become the most competitive team we possibly can? We have to adjust our offense, turn and, Justin Fields into a running back, yeah, and, and tailor it to the strengths of our team." Yeah. And there's a lot of guys, Nathaniel Hackett, that are so stubborn that, that they, they aren't going to system. play into the strength yeah. of what their athletes are. Daniels. They will say, this is what we did to get here. Yeah, and I think that that's what you're looking at the guys at the top here in O'Connell, yeah. Dable, and McDaniel, who are like, no, we're going to tailor our system to them as opposed to our players to our system mm-hmm. because one's much easier to do. I want to give Dable all the credit. He's a mad genius who has nothing to work with and is somehow winning games. There's it's a lot of, pretty cool. A lot of coin tests there. I'm not going to give O'Connell a ton of credit uh, outside of – He's doing what he needed to do, which was clean up the offense. Mm-hmm. Because this is the same team that had all these weapons last year with the same quarterback, and yet now it doesn't suck. Yeah. Do you give him any credit, though, for, like, look, uh, Nathaniel Hackett, on the on the flip side of that, he has all of those things, and he's 3-7 and seven right yes. now. And that that's where I think I do lean a little bit to, look. I'm giving him some. I'm just Kevin not giving O'Connell him. Kevin O'Connell can coach, man. I'm yeah. just not giving him the same credit I'm giving the other two coaches, mm-hmm. and, and, and Dayball and McDaniel. And I think I wanted to lean Dayball, but then I look at McDaniel, and I'm like, that dude is just doing it. And maybe it's sexier, maybe mm-hmm. it's prettier, maybe it's Miami, so it's it's Waddle and, and Hill and Tua and managing the concussion stuff and whether or not it was a good thing or a bad mm-hmm. thing and how he handled it or how he discussed it or whatever it was. But he's, been, he's played a huge part in the personnel side of things. Mm-hmm. He has said, hey, this is what I want. This yeah. is what I need. Give me this and I will deliver. And, well, when you say that, you better deliver. And what has he done? Delivered. He, he has two wide receivers that yeah. are through, what, 10 weeks, 11 weeks, that have 2,000 yards combined. Whoa, Nelly. Tua looks like a dude. Yeah. Not a, well, is Tua our quarterback? That's no longer a conversation. Mm-hmm. That is no longer a conversation. If Ann's butts about it, Tua is their quarterback. He is their guy. He is who they're going to ride with. Mm-hmm. That is Mike McDaniel. And Dable 
has to figure out who the hell his quarterback is. And listen, for all the, the Daniel Jones folks out there, all five of you, good on you. Shout it out. Maybe he's, he's you know, year seven Josh Allen. Josh Allen's plan was three years. Maybe Daniel Jones is seven. I just not really getting behind that. But that's also why I give Dayball a ton of credit because he doesn't have all of that stuff and he's still winning. But I'm still going to go with McDaniel just because of yeah. how they're doing it. The Giants are doing it by squeaking by. McDaniel has the tools and he's delivering. Yeah. You look at the Vikings, they have all the tools by the skin of their teeth. The Dolphins are getting it done when they are healthy. Yeah, and that Mike McDaniel is doing a good job, but I th- I also believe that that was a talented roster. That is a yep. very talented it, it's roster. It's probably one of the probably top 5 most talented rosters yeah. in the league. I may give that I'm I'm going to give this edge to Brian Dayball mm-hmm. in, in I don't New think York. there's a wrong answer here. Being 7 and 2 and with that, team. with that roster in that market with those expectations to be 7 and 2 with a roster that is this bad and to understand it and find your own identity and not fall into the traps that we see so many you know first time head coaches and that's the incredible thing is like these guys are first year first time head coaches these guys have never done this before and there's a lot that gets thrown at you that you don't expect and that you don't know when you're a first time head coach and dayball is kind of passing with flying colors and it it truly is incredible to see the development and the changes that you're seeing in Daniel Jones, albeit um, on a smaller scale because he hasn't been with him as long. They are very similar to the changes and development that we saw in Josh Allen over a three-year stretch. And it's like the one thing that you sit there and say, you can't teach accuracy. Well, he you're seeing Daniel Jones become more accurate, and is that a product of a system and simplifying the game for him and making it easier for him. It, it may be as simple as, as that. Is that what makes it, it you a more accurate quarterback is that, hey, it doesn't come down to our, our receiver's going to break three yards this way as opposed to a yard and a half to the other side. And that makes a massive difference in how passes are completed or not in the NFL. I mean, it is – some of these offenses are so intricate and so detailed mm-hmm. that it, uh, it takes a little bit – more freedom to play, have a guy play a little bit looser and be more accurate, right? And and say sure. it's not going to be as precise as if he breaks this way, it needs to be a yard and a half to his right, or if he breaks to the left, it needs to be three yards outside, and he'll adjust the ball. No, just say no matter what, this is where the ball's going to this receiver on this on this particular what's, play. What's interesting about this is, and I think this is kind of why I go again. Maybe it sounds sexier with McDaniel. Remember this summer. Tyreek Hill going to bat for Tua about his mm. accuracy. Yep. Is anybody really calling that out anymore? No, because you can't. You can't. And there there will be times where he is inaccurate, and you sit there and you know, whatever. But when you put up funny numbers like he is right now, there's nobody that can say anything. You can't argue with the, result, with the results. And no. that's the thing is, yes, weapons help. Again, they do. But McDaniel has put a guy who – well, how many coaches and his owner have, in the last what two years, have tried to get rid of him? <laughs> Jeez, uh, there's a lot of well, fan base too. That's what I mean. And not only has McDaniel not gotten rid of him, he's turned him into an all pro. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty bleeping incredible. Inc- inc- incredible. Like yeah. that's that's where like when you get a quarterback 
who was supposed to be Josh Rosen, just be done, and you turn him into this, that makes my because that's the hardest position in football. It's yeah. the hardest position in sports. And when you do that, I just tend to go, listen, if Dayball tur- Josh Allen's uh, Daniel Jones, I will bow down on the altar of, of Dable. Yeah. I, I, unequivocally, I will swear my fealty to him. I just don't think it's a possibility. <laughs> now Mike McDaniel just needs to make him right-handed. Because if you make him right-handed, <laughs> what, then it doesn't look yeah, awkward. Yeah, watch watch him in a, on a mirrored TV. That's what <laughs> it's you okay. Yeah. You watch him on mirrored TV, and everything will be okay. The numbers are backwards, but he throws right-handed then. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, this text, why do you guys want to poo-poo Darius Slayton? Uh, it's not that I want to poo-poo Darius Slayton. It's just Darius Slayton is not a number one receiver. Darius Slayton knows he's not a number one receiver. He's a number three or number four. Be honest with yourself. It's fine. Darius Slayton is not a number one. And and that is the thing is that, like, Justin Fields has got has turned into a better passer, not a great one, a better passer than what he was since they went out and they got Chase Claypool. Yeah, it, hel- it, it helps. Again, talking about accuracy, Justin Fields still wildly inaccurate. But when you've got a wider catch radius and you've got guys that can get like even a yard of separation, mm. it does make it a bit easier. Sure. All right, 503-250-1080. We will not catch up with Ryan Horvath, our uh, BetMGM network, um, or BetQL network and BetMGM Tonight Insider. He is, uh, he's, he's got the sniffles. Uh, so coming up next, we have got um, a, a lawsuit in the NFL. This is a big one. Um, And not too many people are talking about it. Danny Dusty on the fan. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast how powerful is cox internet powerful enough to let your band members in vegas phoenix and rhode island jam like you're all in the same garage Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Danny and Dusty on the fan. We get it almost every night. Lawsuit has been filed naming the National Football League, the Los Angeles Rams, the Los Angeles Chargers, SoFi Stadium, and ESPN, among other entities, as defendants. Uh, And the lawsuit has been filed by Broncos linebacker Aaron Patrick who, in a game uh, earlier this year, was on a punt return, trying to tackle the return man, went out of bounds, and there was a, 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 an ESPN employee, or an NFL Network, sorry, employee, mm-hmm. that was uh, working on the sideline, and in, in an attempt to avoid the worker, stepped on a mat that was covering some cords, slipped on the mat, tore his ACL! ending his season, and uh, he is now suing all of those entities for unsafe work conditions, suing for a total, um, or I, I guess an unspecified amount of money, but in in the lawsuit is claiming that you have a $5 billion stadium and you guys couldn't create a safe working environment to, for me, and, and the player saying that everything is too tight, there's too many people, Unsafe work environment uh, on the sidelines of SoFi Stadium. Not just that. Like, this this is not the first person to say something or mention something about SoFi Stadium's turf. Well, the, it, he didn't necessarily. F- it was not on the turf. It was but, on a. It was on a. Uh, on, it mentioned on, like on the mat. mats covering cables yeah. and cords but, and whatnot on the sidelines. But again, it, this kind of falls under the same yeah, the field. Yeah, the the field in general is kind of what I'm getting at. It's like this paints a pretty crappy picture of how SoFi Stadium is set up in general yeah in in its operation was where where was it that uh DK had to go to the bathroom at was that at SoFi no it wasn't the Rams right no 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 that was uh no I was just trying to think of like another I was like was that also a layout situation that was Detroit yeah that's right in Detroit I was just thinking again like was that another situation where the layout in SoFi is so bad that like, like there's not even a bathroom that's close? <laughs> um, but no, and just in general, thinking of SoFi, it's it's on my my bucket list of stadiums to go check out because everybody yeah. I've talked to who's been there is like, dude, this place is a palace. It's incredible. It's right there in the water. But but this is, I wonder, because this kind of thing is if, if you've ever been to a, a Blazers game, there's cables and lines and the small tunnels and stuff like this. I'm surprised something like this doesn't happen more often. Yeah, well, in, in what you were saying, they're just so busy on those sidelines oh that my when God. some when a play is coming near, you need to watch out for the player coming and then everybody around to make sure they're not the Sound guy, camera guy, cables, yeah. wires, tables, in, water jugs. Employees that aren't playing. Yeah, a 
team attendance and staff. Like it's it's there's and again on the football field, I think you have a little more room, yeah. but you also have like what seven times the number of people on each sideline. Yeah, it's uh, it's nuts. Now you were saying that the the turf in there that's a separate conversation actually mm-hmm. that is unrelated to this lawsuit where he's asking for unspecified damages that could reach several million dollars um because of the compensation for lost work and potentially ending his career because he is a guy that is not a star player in the NFL um there is a there is a uh playing surface that is one of the types of turf that six different teams play on. Um, the Jets and Giants, it's called slit film turf. Mm-hmm. Um, the Jets and Giants play on it. The Lions, Vikings, Saints, Colts, and Bengals all have. So set, six stadiums, seven teams play on slit film turf fields. And those are the ones that they're saying um, have statistically higher rates of injury yes. for non-contact injuries. Mm-hmm. Remember when the Niners had, what, multiple ACLs a couple of years ago playing the Jets in, like, the opening week? Mm-hmm. And it, they were like, dude, this has got to be the turf here. The slit film uh, playing surface, this is what um, they're talking about here. And... That is going to be another fight that we are going to see because you have now multi-billion dollar stadiums being built. Uh, Some of them, for reasons unknown, do not have retractable roofs on them. But players, and now the NFLPA, is widely calling for, this is a multi-billion dollar league. We can play on grass. Yeah. We have the means to do it. Pony up. Yeah. That's basically what this comes down to. If Green Bay can do it, Everybody else can find in, a way to have in an grass. Open top stadium yeah. in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Yeah. Y'all can do it. And so this is going to be a really interesting fight to see if that happens. Um because I mean, I never I've never really thought of it um of of you know the turf and the give or or lack thereof that a turf field has in in causing injuries in non-contact injuries because turf is so much better than what it used to be like I played literally on the carpet turf and then we had we got into field turf which was I mean that was night and day better we were we were thrilled to have field turf as opposed to the carpet turf and in a place like Oregon with the amount of water that we get here Mm -hmm. you need to have a a synthetic playing surface in order just to have games and and have contests that are not truly affected by the playing surface. Um, but for the NFL, I totally see it. Like, if, you should be able to play on grass. You have the ability to bring in, like, UV lights and, and grow grass inside and basically make those places greenhouses if you want to. Where owners are going to push back is by saying, we won't have the ability to host concerts in, venue, in venues where we're growing grass on the field, you know, and not all of them are going to be able to have the tray that they have in Vegas and in uh, Arizona where they literally bring the field in and out of the sunlight. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of the places just don't have that ability to do it anymore. And for a place like Detroit, they don't have a retractable roof. How do you do it? Are these poor billionaire owners going to have to pony up a couple more bucks to make it, you know, playable and safe? That's too bad. Oh, no. Oh, no. In in these mostly publicly funded stadiums. Oh, right. Those... That's a problem, isn't it? 
Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. The publicly funded part is a big one. Oh. Is that what's going to happen? Is that the that you're going to have taxpayers payers picketing the NFL saying <laughs> saying they want grass fields? You guys pay for the grass. Oh man, yeah. So it the uh, playing surfaces uh, all of a sudden a hot topic in heading into week eleven of the NFL season. Just like the NFL wants it. Yeah, one player suing another. Uh, the host of players are sitting there calling for only grass fields. Good times in the NFL. Hey, you know what the great news is though is. Uh, I guess it's Santa Clara. The 49ers finally have a grass field that is not a complete abomination. Remember when, like, that was the weirdest mm. thing is that they have, like, probably the most temperate climate in the NFL. And they had a mud hole. And they could they could not grow grass that stayed in place. Like, they would just have divot after divot in that bad boy. Look like me after 18. <clears throat> yeah, congratulations, 49ers. You, you guys have figured it out kind better of. than you had before. Yeah. Still not great. Still not great. All right. Um, let's get to the worst day on the web. What does Tom Brady, Shaquille O'Neal, Steph Curry, Big Poppy, and Larry David have in common outside of being millionaires? Next, after us with SportsCenter. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. for today's worst day on the web with Danny and Dusty on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Well, that sucks. Tom Brady, David Ortiz, Steph Curry, Shaquille O'Neal, Larry David, 
and several other Hollywood A-listers have been named as defendants on a class action lawsuit over the sudden collapse of uh, FTX, the crypto company. Yeah, it's not great, Bob. No. Edwin Garrison of Oklahoma says he mistakenly invested in FTX after being exposed to misrepresentations and omissions about the exchange company. Which, Which that makes sense. It, that tracks because uh, it turns out uh, it's a, it, it was the biggest Ponzi scheme of all time. Was it technically? Are they considering it a Ponzi scheme? It's. I mean, if it looks like a Ponzi scheme, it talks like a Ponzi scheme, and it walks like a Ponzi scheme. So 20-something-year-old bro comes in. And he just starts asking people, like he sees the crypto boom coming with, with Bitcoin. And he's going to change the world with it. And then so he is he's getting investors, but he was he had no product. Is, is that I mean, kind of what the, what it was? And he was just, you know, robbing Peter to pay Paul? And, pretty much what it looks like. Oh, they, they, boy. Because there's no way to track the money now. And this is the worst part about these sorts of, of scams is that what ends up happening is that to appease the big money people, the big money people get their name, their money back. The everyday people that invest in this thing are the ones that get hosed in it all. And and that's why old Edwin here is sitting there and he's saying, fine, I'll get my pound of flesh from the rich people who got some of their monies back yes, from that, these guys. And that's what this, this ultimately ends up being. So in like the Bernie Madoff scandal, yeah. there was a lawyer who ended up taking... I, and winning 75 cents on the dollar of what was <laughs> lost. They took everything from the Madoffs, which they rightfully should. Yeah. They, that family broke. Yep. Broke, broke. Yep. They took everything, which mm-hmm. rightfully so. What triggered the FTX bankruptcy, which was, what, three day, four, five days ago now, is that earlier this month when the currency kind of started to crater and people wanted withdrawals, they did not have the capital, the assets, to match the withdrawals. Does that sound like a Ponzi scheme to you? Well, uh, kind of, You yeah. say you have X, you don't have X. You instead have Y, and it does not cover your liabilities. Well, um, I not. I think the fact that it was run out of a uh, Bahamas penthouse suite, was that would have oh, been my first giveaway. Weird. The entire company was run out of the penthouse suite of a resort in the Bahamas. Huh. That's weird. Offshore stuff, always on the up and up. Yikes. Not great. Um, Wow. And I wonder if this is going to, if this will lead to anything. I mean, I'm sure that the the lawyers of all of these A-listers that are are involved in this, which Larry David, he was in the the commercial for FTX, which was a Super Bowl commercial. He was actually one of my favorite Super Bowl commercials a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, It was a good one. And now all of them are going to be... Just, uh, this is going to be it. It's turning out like this is the fire fest of cryptocurrency. Because like, remember, like the fire fest like got all these acts involved, and they're like, "All right, we're going to have this music festival." And then they're like, "Wait a minute, when it's actually time to have this thing, and it's time that money's supposed to change hands." Oh, this isn't good, and it's all going to just blow up in their faces. That that is what FTX is, has turned into is the fire fest. Of the crypto world, um, gross. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I heard Firefest guy is he's out of jail now, right? God, has it been long enough? 
I think so. Wow, I think he's out of the slammer and looking to make another make, make another buck off. Make some another splash, sport. huh? Did, that was absolutely incredible to see what had happened um, with with the whole fire fest and how that guy kind of made his ride. What what was his name even? He had a, a silly name even. Um, Ja Rule? No, something Mick. Uh, <laughs> Billy McFarlane was his name. Billy McFarlane. Billy McFarlane just... because it's Irish? No, Billy <laughs> McFarlane just sounded like the guy, the kid in your neighborhood that your mom's like, you're not hanging out with that Billy McFarlane kid. <laughs> what did the McFarlane kid get you into? That little yeah. rascal, Billy yeah. McFarlane. Uh, Billy McFarlane, he's always up to no good. He's He was forking people's yards last weekend. <laughs> yeah, and that it turns out he was pulling off Fire Festival, too. Um, Which really, I mean, it's an achievement when you think about it. This is going, yeah, and this is going to be down the roads of this will be probably all laid out within a year or two in a Netflix doc, and we'll find out how all of these people got ripped off. And in the meantime... How crypto came crashing down. Well, and everybody bought in. There's arenas named after it. Crypto.com F- F- is Staples. FTX Center Miami. is in Miami. Yeah. Like, they were had jersey patches on NBA teams. F- like... This is uh, yeah. The, here in Portland, this is there's a jersey sponsor that's no longer there. Oh yeah, Stormax, right? Mm-hmm. This you think is that maybe is along those same lines. This is going to go down as the big hoodwink of the twenty first. Well, one of them. <laughs> Unfortunately, I have a feeling that it, it is probably going to get worse with the way things are going lately. Um, the big hoodwink of our time is like there were several people, myself included, that just kept looking around going, I still don't understand how this is going to be something that is sustainable. And unfortunately, uh, there were a lot of predators out there that uh, and a lot of people made a lot of money off of it, man. Finally, a lot my of people, old I know man a lot of people yelling at the clouds persona is paying off. Well, yeah. <laughs> yes. But the unfortunate part, though, is, is that, you know, there were people on the other side of it who invested a lot of money into it. And now they got scammed by people like this. Um, there are a ton of success stories, and the, those ones shouldn't be ignored. But it, it's very sad that when something like this happens, the creeps come out and the vulture circle, and it sucks, man. It, it really sucks for all those folks. Well, what's really unfortunate about this, and for all of the victims, <clears throat> but unfortunately, and even disproportionately in this, is that a lot of minority communities saw this as a way to maybe break through in where in some regulatory practices with banks, they are predatory on their communities. This was supposed to be an opportunity to get around and avoid those things. Mm-hmm. And instead, they ended up being even more predatory. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, ex- they, have, they have taken and exploited those communities to uh, a really uh, beyond, there's no healthy level, but like a, a distinguished level of, of grossness. Yeah. All right. Well... <clears throat> Good luck. Good times. Good make, luck to, uh, make good sure luck to your Tom Brady and Shaq. Are FDIC insured. <laughs> yeah. Hey, how about that? Huh? Just saying. Oh, wait. That's not. The weed industry doesn't count. Fall into that. Nope, not it? federal, is it? Hmm. Doesn't mean I'm not going to go out there and buy some holy ears. At least it's tangible, and it's <laughs> you can see it. I mean, you can see a lot of things with it. <laughs> and <laughs> we're finding that this is also happening with the, uh, what, what was it called? The Bored Apes? 
Is that what it was? The Board Ape Yacht Club, yes. Board Ape Yacht Club. Steph Curry also in that one. Listen, uh, Steph Curry leaned into the crypto pretty hard. He was yeah. a crypto. In fact, uh, when Josh Hart was a trailblazer, he had a crypto emblem as his uh Isn't Josh profile. Hart currently a play- trailblazer? Yeah, yeah. So when, when he was traded to the trailblazers. <laughs> oh, I thought you said when he was a trailblazer. I was no, like, wait, did I miss something if I, if from I last the, night to today? If we I, have breaking news! If I forgot the word, when he was traded to the trailblazers, <laughs> okay. he had one of the uh, Twitter uh, avatars yeah. that was a, a certified um, it was NF, it was an NFT. Mm-hmm. And he's very much into the crypto thing, and it's like, weird. That's not there anymore. Uh-oh. All the NFT stuff. And if you look at around professional sports, all of the athletes that were in that space, they've cleared and wiped their social media profiles yeah. of all it. Not just FTX, just NFTs and crypto in general. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where crypto goes from here because it's not going to go away, but you know these services that essentially are banks uh, for, for crypto because they're not FDI insured and there are, mm-hmm. they are not actual banks. I think it is the end of those as we know it. But, I mean, we'll come to find out because there's going to be a lack of public trust. I mean, there already is. Yeah. Well, yes. Yeah. Because of, it's going to be even more rampant because of instances like this. All right. There's your worst day on the web. Uh, Shaq, who seems like a great guy, um, in all honesty. Sure. He he does. He does. He seems like he's absolutely a great human being. Shaq, Tom Brady, who. Um, I believe is a great human being, but I, I know ninety percent of people don't. Nah, you're you're low uh, Big Poppy, Steph Curry, Shaq, that's a great guy. Uh, Big La- Poppy, yeah. Larry David, Naomi, Naomi Osaka mm-hmm. uh, is involved in this as well. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see where it all goes. All right, um, that's the worst day on the web. Mariners making moves. Seriously, the Seattle Mariners making moves. No, really, they are. This is not, do not adjust your radio dial. Catch the fever. That's right. Get out the rye bread. Grand salami time. Danny and Dusty on the fan. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. When I wake up in the morning, love, and the sunlight hurts my eyes. Danny and Dusty on Something the Odyssey app and 1080, The Fan. Seattle Mariners that actually made a move on the hot... It's, we're getting hot stove time now, huh? Look at this. Mariners making moves that make their fan base happy. It's not even winter meeting time yet. No, let's go. Listen, shout out the Mariners. They have been active. They are doing things right. They're getting J-Rod locked up. They make the move for pitching at the deadline. They make a nice postseason run. They're in games against the Astros. They just everything. Teoscar Hernandez is a great move. I, they, I love this. They, they, they didn't give up much for him either. They traded for an all-star today, and uh, they trade two pitchers for Teoscar Hernandez, all-star outfielder for the Toronto Blue Jays, and they all they had to do is give up right-hand reliever Eric Swanson and left-handed prospect Adam Mako uh, to the Blue Jays. And, they, look, the bullpen fell apart for Toronto, which that is going to be a problem when you blow a massive lead in that 10-9 game. Remember that one, the decider? Mm-hmm. But Teoscar Hernandez, 
it, it, baseball right now, it nothing will blow your hair back like his 267 average. But you're talking about an all-star right fielder who hit 25 dingers, jacked in 77 RBI in 131 games this year. Um, now you have you could put Teoscar Hernandez in center field. Uh, remember Mitch Haniger, a free agent this year, so he is he gone. Uh, so your outfield is probably going to look like uh, you're going to have Teoscar Hernandez in right, Julio Rodriguez in center, mm-hmm. and then Jesse Winker in left, uh, where moving forward, Jared Kelenic, who uh, you want to talk about a roller coaster. Kelenic had that. You got Sam Haggerty still kind of in the background mm-hmm. there. But you shored up a weakness on this team uh, in the outfield. That is huge. This is a big move for the Mariners. Like, hey. Way, way to go! You get a little pop, you get a little bounce, you get a little bop in your in your lineup. There's nothing about Let's this go. move that I don't like. No, there's nothing again. Nothing about this move that I don't like. And this is the Mariners being, dare I say, smart. Yeah, like they aren't going all in, but they're trading off some of their very plentiful farm, low risk, high reward. Yeah, move. this is like, listen, Hernandez is a good player, man. Yeah. And you want to you want to put some protection around J Rod around France, and because again, this is a lineup that was not going to kill you last year, but it wasn't bad. But if you can start building around it to we're going from three deep to four deep mm-hmm. to five deep, then all of a sudden it starts making a lot more sense what they've got going forward. You have arms in your pitching rotation now. Mm-hmm. You have got young budding stars that you can build around. Um, you need more bouts in your lineup, and you're gonna you're gonna take some risk, and sometimes you're gonna swing and miss on them. Uh, but you need to start accumulating that depth and getting guys that getting those guys that are knowns to go with your unknowns that are coming up through the farm system. That's huge for Seattle, and uh, it, it really is. It truly is. Look at look at the, the last teams that were standing; they were deep. They were deep. You could just bring guys in, and it was like, all right, look at this guy can rake too. And the Mariners needed that. They need that in a big way because sometimes these games, they turn into to, to shootouts. And that's the way the baseball is is now in the postseason is you got a lot of dangers and you got a lot of strikeouts going your way. And so uh, Teoscar Hernandez, good on you, Seattle. Good on you to go and make a move uh, like this. And they're in they're in buy mode now. And that's now great go get Aaron see. Judge. Now go get Aaron Judge. Good luck with that one. We'll do see you, how that goes. Do you think he leaves? New York? Yeah. I think there's a good chance he leaves. I think there is. I think the Giants are going to be players they, for they, him. I mean, they, they're going to be. They, they said money will not be an option. And that is. Or not be a problem, I should say. And if he wants to go home and he wants to be closer to home. Home and money? Hard to beat that. And that park? Gonna work out real well for him. Yeah, he has some bombs there. Listen, he put a lot of little, lot of balls in the water. Oh, Covey Cove may be a best friend for old Aaron Judge. Mm. Yeah, I could see him going. If he goes to the Dodgers, I quit. Yeah, listen, uh, my family's all Dodgers fans. I'm a Cardinals fan. I, I listen. I, I don't want Judge in, in St. Louis, but I, I can tell you this: I don't want him in Los Angeles because if he does have another one of these seasons where he stays healthy, <laughs> my God. One of the reasons why I'd like to see Aaron Judge go, too, is just like to see the meltdown in New York. That'd be great. When's the last time a star left New York? Like they would call him a bum. Oh yeah. And be like, 
Oh, he's a bum. We didn't like him anyway. Couldn't win a championship. Never earned his pinstripes. It's like you guys were just drooling over him yes. a month ago. Yes. Not even a month ago. And that would and be. But going to the Dodgers would also add insult to injury. Yeah. I mean, he's not. Like, because we just said this, he will never leave New York. Because they will pay him. He will get his ungodly amount of money and he will stay. And then he will go back to what he was before this season, which is missing a lot of time and. Probably not just buying his contract. Oh, you're going contract year. You're going contract year. Oh, yeah, boom. absolutely. Contract year boom. Uh, I love those contract year booms because you know what? Get, it's weird. Get it's like your we, money. It's it's. Well, listen, I'm 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 pro get your money, but I was also like, oh, we've never seen this before. <laughs> I am totally shocked by this. Blown mm. away. Mm. Uh, he'll probably end up on the Rangers. They'll go and spend a buttload of money again. That may be the story that we was underreported and under talked about this past year. The amount of money that the Texas Rangers spent in free agency last year was it was something like seventy five million dollars last year. God, I think just 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 on last year's roster in free agency, um, and they were a horrific team. I think they have like a half billion dollars, um, in, in tied up on their contracts. That's disgusting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it's incredible. It's incredible. I'm actually going to look that up in the break, and I want to come back and I, I want to make a note of that because it was whoa, it was absolutely 561 million dollars in free agency signings. That's what they spent last year. 561 million dollars in their future contracts. God. <laughs> and nobody is talking about the fact that they went 68 and 94. They almost lost 100 games. Seriously, like, how pissed would you be if you were a Texas Rangers fan? Money well spent. Gee, it's a half of a billion dollars. <laughs> or, well, money spent anyway. Oh, boy. <clears throat> okay. Uh, let's get to hour number three of this uh, fine radio program. Cutting, coming up in hour number three. Um, we are talking feet of snow expected in one NFL city Whee! this week. <laughs> yes, they are. Um, and is it really happening already? We're questioning the passion of the game already. Danny and Dusty on the fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.
We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.